0: Hello, everybody. Wow, it's been a long time, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's felt like forever since we filmed a potty.
0: It, it, because it has <laughs> been a long time since we filmed the podcast. Obviously, by the title of this podcast, you guys know that today we're talking about Asian parenting. Woo! One of the people, one, one of you guys uh, requested that and I was like, hey, that's actually a pretty damn good idea. About Asian parenting? Because I have a lot to say about Asian parenting.
1: You do? Asian
0: parenting is crazy.
1: Ooh, and then we might compare some to white parenting as well.
0: Oh, are you gonna compare?
1: I suppose, yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. Uh, why not? Know. This is what we're all about, hey? Yeah. You can tell we're very off the cuff. I, I actually didn't know that she was going to be doing that, but we're going to be doing that. That's cool with me.
1: What? You told me to write down some things about white parenting.
0: No, I didn't. What did I say that?
1: Last night. That's why I have a whole list.
0: Oh, no, I just said like, oh, and you can input as well, like things that you've noticed maybe about my parents.
1: Oh, so it's strictly Asian.
0: No, nah, we can talk about white parenting too. That's cool. Yeah, we'll see. That's cool with me, homie.
1: We're winging it, this app, so we'll just see whatever happens.
0: Yeah, we're really winging it. Uh, a few housekeeping things first Us? before we get into the I
1: so- potty. It sounds like this first day of school. Just gonna go through some housekeeping, guys.
0: Well I need to go through some housekeeping because <laughs> I haven't posted for legit like a month.
1: Yeah. Alright, what is it?
0: Uh probably first. Where the thick have we been? Um <laughs> uh, so we haven't posted for like a month. Why? Why? Um
1: I think I know why.
0: Why why What do you think?
1: I think because we're in lockdown and we don't live together, so we have to, like, go – we have to be together to film it, you know? Yeah, so a bit of logistics. Um, we haven't really been together for a while Yeah, because I don't have a car, so there we go.
0: <laughs> yeah, more than that. So it is a little bit of that. If anybody's interested, I'll just quickly break down what's happening in Australia with coronavirus. Yep. Yeah. So essentially we're all in lockdown at one stage. We're in lockdown for a couple of months. You weren't allowed to go out for any reasons pretty much. Um, besides the normal essential stuff that everybody would know these days. Yeah. Then we got pretty good. Australia was pretty good. We're going up like zero cases a day, maybe one or two, but pretty much zero. And then our state that we live in, Victoria, suddenly just shot up like crazy because there was this big kerfuffle. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure whether you guys know, but over on our main YouTube channel where we vlog, just going to plug that there. (laughs) (laughs) When we came home from traveling overseas, any any traveler coming home from overseas has to quarantine in a hotel for two weeks. Yeah, and the security guards at those hotels have been getting coronavirus from the travelers and passing it on. Um, there was a bit of a scandal because the security guards, some of them, were sleeping with some of the people <laughs> <laughs> in the hotels. That's crazy.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's how a bunch of it started. Mm-hmm. So, then we shot up in cases and we'd be, lately we've been going up like, you know, in the hundreds.
1: Three to four hundred a day. Three to
0: four hundred a day, which is nuts for us. Because when it initially started breaking out, we went up 20 in a day and we started panicking a little bit. Because 20 was a lot. Yeah. And when you think about it, compare it to worldwide, 20 is nothing. Yeah. But now we're starting to catch up to the rest of the world because of this whole hotel thing. So, we're gone, we've gone back into lockdown. And where it's looking like we're probably going to go into even stricter lockdowns, uh, stage four lockdowns. We're currently yeah. in stage three, where stage four is only the very essentials are open. You, no more even takeaway from restaurants or anything. Yeah. Like only essential businesses like medical care, like pharmacies, yeah. groceries, that's it. Otherwise, you can't leave your house. So that's what's happening in Australia with coronavirus. Why else haven't been posting? Well, I think I put too much pressure on myself. Like when I started this, <laughs> you, you
1: sorry, <laughs> Rona,
0: just <joking laughs> you know what I just noticed. What? How come we never see any news broadcasters cough? Or like oh, <coughs> <coughs> you know,
1: <laughs> they probably hold it. How do they do that? No, but have you ever seen the videos of them like fainting or throwing up live on TV? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's funny. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean. The guy's actually yeah. like, just cough, and I was like, "Hang on, news broadcasters have to do this every day, and a lot of it is live. Like, how what how are they doing this?
1: I know on the radio when you want to cough, like you press a button that like oh, mutes it. it. Yeah.
0: yeah, good point. Yeah, good 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 call. Mm. You anyway, <laughs> know what was I was going say? <laughs> oh yeah, I put so much pressure on myself. So when I started this podcast, it was purely for fun. I didn't expect anything of it. But lately, so we actually did film. We've probably filmed five, six podcasts that we never released. Yeah. Just because I was like, oh, no one wants to listen to this. No one cares about this. No one. It's not good enough pretty much, right? And then lately I've been like, no, fuck that, man. A little bit of something is better than nothing, you know, because I am a bit of a perfectionist sometimes and I get in my own head. I'm like, no, that's not good enough.
1: Yeah. Even though I love them. Yeah, it's cool, it could, right? You know? And I
0: know that sometimes the stuff we may talk about may not be interesting to everybody because it's this is like a, a lot of people watch this because it's about asian perspectives on life and then we compare it to Nikita's perspective. And sometimes we don't only talk about race, but, you know, some people still watch that. So thank yeah. you for those guys. And I think I'm going to keep doing that because there's only so many things I can talk about race, like. There's a lot of things I can talk about, but I don't want it to be the only thing. Like, if things happen in the world, I want to be able to talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, so, I just, yeah, we did some of that and I just never put it out. But now I'm just going to be like, you know, it's probably better if I just put something out, right? And then you can choose whether you wanted to listen to it or not. That's cool with me, guys. Like, this was always just a side project for me. Like, just it was just a little bit of fun. I was in lockdown. And I was like, why not? You know?
1: Plus, it's fun for us to do together.
0: It's talk, very fun.
1: Talk about deeper things. Like how often do you come together with your partner to just discuss like current events and stuff?
0: Yeah, exactly right. So yeah. that's that. I'm going to try my best to commit and start doing that.
1: You can do it. I believe in you.
0: Oh, thank you very much for that. <laughs> and the other reason why I was like I've got to keep doing it is because there's actually some of you that l- really like to listen to this. Like we just started and we had maybe four or five podcasts up, right? Yeah. And there's already regular listeners, which is amazing. Like some of you guys have already reached out to us. Yeah. And like asked us stuff and wanted our perspective on things. And I'm like, well, that's crazy. That never happens when you only got, what's this channel have? Like 40 subs, like whatever, yeah. right? But then we actually get a lot of people commenting on our other channel and like being yeah. like, oh, we really, we found you from the podcast. You guys are really awesome. And like that doesn't happen when you, when you just start.
1: Yeah. It's pretty
0: good. It's like when you just start, nobody gives a fuck what you're doing. Like yeah. nobody. And it's a very small amount of you guys, but I'm still like, whoa, some, some people actually care. So I was like, all right, I got to keep going. You, know, you want to know the number one reason I want to keep going though?
1: Why?
0: Asians can probably relate to this. To set the podcast up, I spent a couple hundred bucks on equipment, like microphones. Yeah. All that kind of stuff.
1: Investing, eh? So
0: I was like, oh man, if I stop now, I just wasted a couple hundred bucks.
1: Exactly. I can't, be, I can't do that. Exactly.
0: So I'm going to keep going. Anyway, thank you for listening to that. That's basically why we've, we've been missing um, a little bit more housekeeping, guys. I've noticed that some of you like to talk to us and would like the opportunity to talk with us and I want to talk to you guys too. I think that's really awesome. Um, so I'm planning to start streaming on Twitch. I think some of you guys play games as well. I don't know. Asians love playing games. So I'm just going to assume that some of you already (laughs) are on Twitch and know about Twitch and know how to use Twitch. If you don't know what Twitch is, it's a live streaming platform. So I'll be live and then you guys can, well, we can both just talk to each other. I reckon that'd be sick. I'm going to play games. Got to put it out there. Uh, my, my copy of Animal Crossing is arriving today <laughs> And I think that's what I want to stream But I don't know Maybe sometimes I'll just stream and just talk to you guys Or something like that But I want to start streaming I think that would be a really cool way to connect to you guys
1: I that would be fun
0: Yeah, so I'll leave that in the description I'm not starting just yet But I think when I start I'll make an announcement on this channel too So yeah.
1: We love meeting people from around the world Like if you can't tell we're very multicultural <laughs> and we love meeting other people
0: yeah, like seriously, guys. Because we, um, I've been posting videos on YouTube for a little while now. When I'm telling, when you first start, nobody reaches out to you at all, and it's it's crazy to me that some of you guys already do. So, I would love to talk to you guys.
1: Me too. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Nikita will be there with me as well. She'll, she'll stream with me. All right, that's all the housekeeping. I think that was a long, there was a lot to talk But Seeing as we hadn't talked to you guys for a whole month, I feel like it was necessary. It's been a month. <laughs> yeah, I haven't posted for like a month. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know, I'm so bad. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm just, uh, I'm a bum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even know. <sighs> yeah, she doesn't The podcast know. is like Daniel's thing. Yeah. So I am just here to film it and occasionally come up with some ideas and then...
0: I just get in you're a right. rut, yeah. like, yeah, <sighs> yeah.
1: It's been hard in quarantine. It's
0: not. It's not. Maybe it's not a rut, but it's just I get self conscious about what I put out, and oh. I really want it to be good for people to engage with, and yeah. make sure people want to listen to it. I don't want to put out junk.
1: I think you're a bit too, but then yeah, strong and harsh on yourself. Maybe I saying. think because I think they're fine. I love them.
0: Yeah, but I think what I'm trying to achieve is like a hundred percent. Yeah. But then it never gets done. So I think I'd rather just scale it back to maybe 70, 80% quality <laughs> yeah. and still have something regular for you guys to see. I think that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah. Like I'm probably biased, but I love us. So <sighs> I think they're all good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too. Me too. All right. That, let's, let's actually get into the topic today, which is
1: Asian parenting.
0: Lots and lots to talk about. Holy Molly, is there a lot to talk about? (laughs)
1: Your list looks long. I haven't read the list. Yeah. So it looks long from
0: here. It's like, where do I even start with Asian parenting? Holy crap. Well, I know where I want to start. I want to start by saying I have the most amazing parents in the world. Okay. I really do. I always get a little bit down and sad because I always think to myself that, and a lot of you guys can probably relate that my parents' generation specifically is almost like a sacrificial generation to set me up yeah. because all they've done their whole entire life is just work to provide me with a better life, you know, and all of you guys can relate to that. Like they've never – they never went on holidays. They worked 365 days a year. That's not even an exaggeration. They don't take weekends. They and don't. I'm talking like they worked like that for years and years, which is insane. Like, I don't know anybody who worked harder than my parents growing up. Like, I, I genuinely do not. They and did it for decades.
1: Yeah, and they don't just work eight hours a day. But they work like 12 hours a day. Yeah. Every day. Every single day.
0: It used to be more than 12 hours a day because my parents are restaurant owners. So, they would literally... My I remember my dad would sometimes leave at 8 or 9 and he gets home at like around 11. And that's... Yeah. So, they're, they're doing 12 plus hour days every single day. No weekends. No holidays. 365 days a year. So, they're like... That's why I'll, I'll always be like, I'll do anything for my parents. Yeah. You know, they always just wanted the best, very best for us. But... But but after that whole spiel, (laughs) but. (laughs) Like, would I say that they're actually good parents in in the way, like, did they parent me well? I don't think they did.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And half the reason is because they were never around. Like, (laughs) they were never around to actually parent me. They were too busy working, which I understand and I'll always understand. But even my mum, sometimes when I talk to her these days, she kind of tells me. You know what, I was probably better off not working so many hours and just actually spending time with you when you were younger and I could have raised you properly and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I don't think they actually did a good job parenting. They tried their best, like, yeah. what they knew, like, all they knew. And I don't think they could have done anything. Oh, I don't know. It was, it was tough for them, you know. They're the immigrant parents that came over to Australia with nothing. I mean, they were my parents were poor for Vietnam standards let alone for Australian standards, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, all yeah, of course they had to work. But I kind of – let's just go into – I kind of set this podcast up into where I think my parents went wrong or what I think they did wrong, which sounds harsh, but it's just talk. Like, I don't think they really did anything wrong. It's just, like –
1: Maybe it's, like, not what they did wrong, but it's, like, what you learned to not do to your kids.
0: Yeah, like, where – yeah. Pretty much.
1: That's a nice way to say it.
0: And then I also went into what they did right, which is I think there's a lot of right as well. Like yeah. what they didn't do a lot right, which sounds fucked up. But what they did right was like, I, I think like I'm a good human being because of like the yeah. few things that they did right, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go into what they did wrong. It's a long list. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. All right.
0: Well, I already mentioned the first thing, which was they were never around. So, one of the biggest things, like all of these things kind of just rolls into one a little bit, but here's how I'll try to break it down. For them growing up, they never had money, right? So, I think they equated all their unhappiness, if there was unhappiness, to a lack of money. So, they, they, they think they thought that, you know, if they could get money, it would equal happiness.
1: Yeah. That's and what they, most people think.
0: Yeah. And they thought the same for me as well.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So that's, of course, as every single probably, not even Asians, but most immigrant families can relate to. Like your parents want you to be a doctor, a lawyer, you know, something really like high-achieving academic route, you yeah. know. They want you to be a high-achiever academically. And my parents were so hardcore, man, that they never, ever let me do anything except study. You know, like if I did anything else, like I've tried to have fun, I would just get like they'd try to discipline me and they just they just saw it as something bad. And the, I think they, they did that so much, right, that they really clipped my wings in that since I was born, they always said doctor, 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 lawyer, 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 or they, they always said doctor. And it never gave me my own sense of identity Yeah, into being able to think of like what I would want to be. Right. And I was never a hard enough worker. And I never ever wanted to be a doctor enough to ever go down that route. So when it came to when I was like an adult, like 18, 19, 20, and I didn't do medicine, it was like, holy fuck, what am I doing with my life? I don't even know where to start. Because at that young age, I never got to do anything to even explore.
1: Yeah. To see what you like.
0: Yeah. I never got to explore, nurture any ideas of what I could even possibly do because it was already set in stone and I just never even thought about it. So that's a big way they fucked up,
1: I I think. Yeah. I think opposite for me because my mum, when she was growing up, so she – like do you call yourself first generation?
0: I'm a first generation Australian, yeah.
1: So she would have been first generation. So her parents were – as well, like be a doctor – they were like that. Oh, for Pushing real? Pushing her to be a doctor and stuff. So when we, it was time for us, like she let us do whatever we want. She hated that. She was like pushed to do something. So she would fail yeah. in school because she didn't want to be a doctor. Yeah. So she never did that to us. My parents say yeah. let us do whatever we want. So that's a big difference.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it's like I know that there'll be so many of you that are listening to this and know what I'm talking about. Because um, I see it all the time. Like, even when I was at work, there was this girl. She wasn't uh, Asian. She was actually Lebanese. Yeah. And I remember her sister's a really high achiever, uh, really smart. And I think they wanted to be like – doc. their parents obviously wanted them to be doctors, that type of thing. And um, I don't think it was ever her thing, but she did science at university in a way even though she didn't even like science. I remember just talking to her and just being like – I just, I just – knew how she felt in that she felt like she had to listen to her parents. Like there was no other option. She had to do science. and like Life's do easier. Ac- not even life's easier. It's just impossible. Because when, when I was her age and I was doing that same thing, I didn't even think that I could do anything else. Like I, yeah. I actually did not even think it was uh, op- like a possibility. Like there was just – there was zero possibility. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like that's how far it is. It's not even like my life will be easier or like they'll just like disagree. It was just like it just felt impossible.
1: Yeah. oh, That's yeah. not good.
0: So that's why I, I did stupid shit and wasted years of my life doing like pharmacy. Yeah. Fuck, fucking wasted my life.
1: And you know what too? Like it adds debts to your life. Oh, you have yeah. to pay for uni. Like me, you
0: man. know? Uh, and I know a lot of you have gone through that too probably. If you're young-ish and I, like I know what it feels like to just live through your parents and like your your overbearing parents' expectations on you and it feels impossible to ever get out of that but trust me, don't live your life for your parents.
1: Yeah well they just want the best for you they do because they think that's what's best for you because that's all they know you know yeah. go to uni, get a good job, make good money like they they probably think that's the only way to be happy yeah but that's really true. it's just you do what you love you know that's what will really make you happy no matter how much you earn.
0: Yeah, and probably a lot of you have probably gone through this thing where they're like, I don't even know what I love because you're like me and you never mm-hmm. got to explore anything. You don't know what you could possibly do. I remember growing up um, in uni- and my 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 sister would be like to me, like, what would you want to do if you could pick anything you want? I'm like, nothing at university interests me at all. Yeah. And that wasn't true. It was just that I never explored anything. So if you're one of those people that – are just lost and thinking what you can do, just try a little bit of everything. Like don't just sit there and just wondering. Just, just just start doing stuff. Get yourself out there and just do shit. Yeah. Just do a whole bunch of shit. And you'll and the more you do shit, even though it's not the right thing, you'll realize that random opportunities just come your way. You may even start to do, say, art. You'll meet somebody in art who's doing this business that has nothing to do with art and then you start doing that. Like opportunities just always arise. Like yeah. I'm telling you now, like they, it just happens. Yeah. Like in life, it will happen. You, don't, you set out to do different things but different opportunities will always come your way as long as you put yourself out there.
1: Can I ask you a question? Of course. In high school, did yeah. you have to do those little tests that tell you what career would be best suited to you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just wondering what you got if you did it, but I guess you didn't. I didn't. I got a bingo caller, guys. Yep.
0: What the hell did I? Um- it,
1: it's like, a. I guess it asks you personality stuff, things that you're into, and then it like kind of gives you a few career options. So, yeah, mama's a bingo caller or someone that like runs a funeral home. I don't know what that says about me, but does <laughs> that mean I'm a people person? Because I don't think I am. It's
0: just like, what did your characteristics have to be to even match up with that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's just whack.
1: I didn't know it was a career. A bingo caller, I thought maybe <laughs> like a side hustle, maybe. <laughs>
0: um. No, my school was a type of school where it was a lot of high achievers. So it was more like what you want to be. Like, I want to be an accountant. That's what it is. So they don't give a shit what you're most suited to be. It was like- oh. And they, they knew a lot of parents were like that anyway. Parents had certain expectations sending them to this school. So it was like, you want to be a doctor? It doesn't matter if you're not suited to a doctor. We don't even bother doing that shit. It's like what you want to do.
1: In in your VCE, which is the final years of high school, did you have media, art, yeah, those had, kinds yeah, of subjects? Yeah, we did. we did. Oh, so you did. So I was yeah. thinking maybe your school's more for like, you know, yeah. business, I, It medicine. is,
0: but it does cater towards those other okay, things. There so was it art, it. media. Huh. Um, graphic design. I'm somebody now that I reflect back in my life, I know I should have gone into the arts and the creative field. Yeah, you are. Like, I, like, I, it was so blatantly obvious. Yeah. But my parents just killed my, my drive so hardcore that I just, I just didn't know anything. Yeah. So just, I just want to try and help people. Like, whenever I, I see people who go through this, like, I always just want to mm. try and help them because I just know. How impossible it felt to get out of it. And I did do it. I finally chose to tell my parents and tell them I'm quitting all this shit. I'm gonna I literally said I'm not listening to you guys anymore because you guys, I've done everything you guys wanted me to do for the last 21 years or what because I did it when I was about 21, I think. I've done it for the last like 20 years. I've done everything you ever wanted me to do, and it's gotten me fucking nowhere. Like it's literally gotten me nowhere. I don't have any success. I have no motivation, I have a lack of drive to do anything and I'm not going to listen to you guys anymore because it didn't work. So I'm going to do my own thing, and, oh, man, my life is so much better. How Genuinely, is, it going is for you? better.
1: How's it going for you, like, with your parents, like, the relationship?
0: The first, they were, they were really concerned for the first, I don't know, month, two months, and I'm talking about, like, after two months, it was accepted. Yeah. It really was. And then, say, even f- six months after that, right? That's when I consider I actually started living life. I genuinely don't believe I was living life before that yeah I was I was not even a human being like I, I genuinely believe like I was a shell of a human being like yeah. I was not living and I, I I remember like just a few months after I had done all that stuff and I was just reflecting and I was like it felt like it was a lifetime ago because it was such a change but it was actually just a few months and it felt like a lifetime ago that my parents didn't even accepted it. but it was like they are quick to accept it. You just got to do it. And I probably had it easier than some parents. Like like some parents, I've heard parents like they kick you out of the house even, that kind of shit. But Whoa. look, I don't want to ruin lives and stuff, but you're probably better off in all honesty. Like you're probably better off getting kicked out of your home, start living for yourself than living for somebody else and being not living your life. For so long, because you guys got to think about it. You give them one life, right? If you live for your parents, one day they will die. It's true; they will die. Oh We're God. gonna die. everybody fucking dies. Um, like, you
1: know, yeah, but
0: what are you? Where's this going? What? Where, where it's going is one day they're not gonna be in this world anymore, and you're gonna be like fucking forty or fifty years old, and you're gonna be like, yeah. "Holy fuck! I wasted forty to fifty years of my life to live somebody else's life, and they're not even here anymore. It doesn't even matter anymore." Like, it genuinely doesn't even matter anymore. Like, it's I fucking wasted that. Kind of true. And that's why all these motherfuckers always go through midlife crisis.
1: <gasps> oh, yeah.
0: Crisis? Yeah. Crisis? crises. The, the plural? I don't know. But you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, that's why there's, like, people go crazy, man. I'm telling you. The sooner you can start, the better. Like, just live for yourself.
1: Do it while you're still young.
0: Yeah. And I I, I'm, I personally think that I'm someone who's quite smart. And I don't mean too much own horn but I do think I'm quite talented if I put my mind to it Yeah, and I just think to myself like what if my parents nurtured me properly and let me be me when I was a kid how successful I could be and I'm still fairly young, I'm 24 years old at the moment and I still think that right now like I still have time but it's just like I, would, I, I don't think I'll ever reach the heights of like greatness because of that where I, I genuinely believe I could have if I was just nurtured properly into what I wanted it to be.
1: Maybe. Maybe, maybe. But I'm just thinking me like growing up. They let me do whatever I want, but I still went to uni and did business. Yeah. But because of you and you live this like sheltered life and now you're finally out doing your own thing and you know what's amazing? Like you rub that rubbed off on me. Right. And now, I mean, I freaking quit my job. To travel oh, the world. Like, I would never do that yeah. if I hadn't met you. So, like, maybe the way you were raised is for a reason and maybe if you were raised differently, you wouldn't be like that. Maybe you'd just be like me, you know, work an office job, whatever. Like, you like it, you kind of like it, but you don't know there's more to the world.
0: I don't think so. My personality is that I can't work at anything unless I find passion oh, in it yeah. and find, like, like passion has to drive me. Money. Yeah fame, success will never be able to drive. Like it does drive me a little bit, but it's not um, long lasting. Like I need that genuine curiosity and passion to drive me to do it. So I think if they they realised that and they they let me do what I needed to do, then I would naturally just find what I was passionate about at a young age and just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, it, and I'd be great at it.
1: Yeah, but, you know, there's very successful people that started when they were like 40 or something.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But all I'm saying is just the sooner you can do it, the less what-ifs you'll have in life. Yeah. Like, what, oh, if what, what if this happens? What if this happens? Don't don't leave it till you're fucking 40, 50 to be like what if. Yeah. If you are 40 or 50, that's cool too. But just the sooner you do it, the better. Yeah. What really kicked me into action was like I don't want to be a fucking 80-year-old on my deathbed <laughs> thinking like, oh, my God, what if I had done this? What if I had done this instead of lived this life? And, I, and it was like it, it scared the shit out of me. Like I was going to die and just be in a sheltered life. This may be a really long podcast, guys, because there's so much that needs to get out there. <laughs> it's
1: like a giant rant for you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I just, I just know that there's so many people that will relate to this. I, I've met so many people in my life yeah. that were in the same boat as me. Pretty much every single Asian ever will understand so it's, it's so crazy to think that before I, was, I did this stuff, so I was 19, 21, I just, I just accepted my life that I was going to be, at the time, a pharmacist. And I just always remember thinking like, wow, this is my life. There's no escape. And I just, man, I was, yeah. When I stopped doing all that shit and just started living for myself, I just couldn't believe The difference. And I couldn't believe that I genuinely was not a living person. I was basically a zombie.
1: You know what it's reminding me of? Like when we first met in the pharmacy when you're a student. Yeah. Like we never talked. Like I felt you seemed like shy, like you were quiet. But then when we met like a couple years later. Yeah. I think you were still studying. But I think you were more discovering that you can do your own thing. Like you were like a completely different person.
0: I was, yeah. I was always – I I had – I don't know. what It may have been because of this too, but yeah, I just started having really bad social anxiety at some stage because my parents never even let me get into social situations. So I don't know. I just, it was just like bad. I was just in a bad mental state. I just started having social anxiety. I couldn't talk to people. It got really bad to the point where I found it awkward to talk to my brothers and sisters even. And you know how close we are. Yeah. Like we are fucking close. And it was like even hard to talk to my sisters and brothers That was crazy and then, yeah, things started changing big time when I started living for myself, you know. I attracted a lot more friends. People were just naturally really interested in me. Attracted me. Bitches loved me. I'm (laughs) joking.
1: (laughs) The bitches were lining up for (laughs) me.
0: (laughs) That never happened but like I had confidence in myself and I realised that, you know, I had a lot to offer, a lot to do,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think you're a real different person.
0: I was, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so just growing up, I never got to choose what I wanted to be. so I just never aspired to do anything. I, I, I blame a lot of my weak work ethic because I have a really weak work ethic because of that, like
1: because you're not interested in what you're learning.: It
0: just killed right. it because like if you know that you have no other option in life and it's just not fun, your life's not fun. like yeah. you just you just don't want to do anything. Like it really killed my motivation. And I think back to my when I was a young kid, I was actually a really bright kid. As in, I was super hardworking and everything, and then it just, it just changed. Like it just, I just, it was like I, I metaphorically died. Oh, you know, it's
1: so sad when you tell me about your upbringing and stuff. Like, oh, it makes me so sad because oh. it's so different to mine.
0: Yeah, like I just school holidays, in holidays like that, I was never allowed out. I wasn't. I don't know what they expected me to do during school holidays. So school holidays, I'm at home for two, three weeks, right? They didn't want me watching TV. They didn't want me playing computer games. And I have to somehow wake up at seven o'clock, go to bed around ten p.m. and fill up my day doing what? Like I actually don't know what they expected of me.
1: Did they want you to study?
0: I don't know. Like they just they didn't they didn't want me to study. Like playing games. They they wouldn't really let me. They didn't want me watching TV. I'd get in trouble. So it's like. What did it's they strange. want me? What did they expect? Like, think about just waking up and then not being able to go on your phone, not being able to play games, not being able to talk to friends, not being able to. You, I didn't have internet access. They didn't want me having, you know, online.
1: Yeah. And it's like,
0: what the fuck do you actually do? So
1: they're just like strict too. It's not just they want you to study hard. Yeah. They're like just full strict. Because
0: they just thought it as distractions. So yeah. I, I'm not, to me, it literally felt like I was just under house arrest yeah. up until I was pretty much like 18. Like, I was just under house arrest.
1: Is that why when you went to uni, you, like, went to a uni that you can stay on campus?
0: Maybe. But, man, I mean, I went off the rails as soon as I did started doing that, man. You know, yeah. I started going out to the clubs, like, twice a fucking week. I'd never studied. I was just always hanging out, chilling, fucking around.
1: Catching up for lost time. Yeah. Well, not that you would do that before you are 18, but, you know.
0: Yeah, but it was just,
1: yeah. fuck, man. <laughs> no, I, was,
0: yeah. I was literally under house arrest, Bob. That's crazy. Yeah, like I was just at home all day. So I'm, I'm being serious. Nikita just joked about it. But being at home during this coronavirus lockdown, it's, it doesn't bother me because I'm so used to it. Yeah. It, I, I, this is how I lived for up until a few years ago. And it's crazy to me, but it's actually been a few, only a few years since I started living. Wow. I've, I've only lived for well, about three years of my life. The other 21 years of my life, I consider that I wasn't really living.
1: That's so sad.
0: I wasn't living socially. I didn't really get to hang out with friends and all that kind of that much. Like wow. little bits because obviously you go to school. So socially, no. Mentally, I wasn't growing or anything like that. I was actually um, getting worse. Like I was getting social anxiety. And my, my, I think my mental health, like I, it was probably really bad at the time. But I just yeah. didn't realize. Like I, I didn't know anything else. So I just thought it was normal. Yeah, I, was, I, I just wasn't living, man. It was crazy. So bad. There you go, guys. Everybody, <laughs> start living for yourself. It's what I'm trying to say, yo.
1: Mine's completely different. School holidays, new thing every day, you know? Go yeah. to the zoo, go to the aquarium. Right? Go stay with my grandparents. Yeah. Everything. It's well,
0: so normal to see, like, when mm-hmm. my niece and nephews are at, her, like, at home during the day and stuff, like, my brother and his wife, like, they need to find activities for them to do. They need to be like, oh, we well, need a plan to go to the zoo. They need a plan to go to the park. And yeah, you know what else was? <laughs> Fucking nothing.
1: Fucking nothing.
0: My parents yeah. don't even see me in the morning. They just go to work and then expect me to be at home doing fuck knows what.
1: Yeah. So, well, my mum was a stay-at-home mum. She didn't have a job while we were growing up. So yeah. that's a big difference too. Yeah.
0: So I hope that I hope the message just goes through to at least one person. Like, I hope that even helps just one person, two people, three people. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: It's like, it's hard, but you can come out the other side. Yeah. Hopefully. Your, your
0: par- <laughs> I'm telling you now, your parents will like eventually accept it. And if they don't ever accept it, I don't want to say it's, they're not worth having around because it's always worth having your parents around, but they, I think they will come around to it. Like, they, it's you, like, you can't yeah. sacrifice your own life to please your parents, you know?
1: You have to live for yourself.
0: Exactly. Yo. Do you have anything to
1: add? No, nah, it could just be for even a lot of things. Yeah. Not even just Asian parents. Yeah, Like, you know how some people, I don't know if it gets too deep. You know, they're in the closet and stuff. They don't come out because they feel like they'll be disowned yeah. by their parents. Like, it's very sad. It's sad, for How sure. much of a control your parents can have on your life when they're supposed to, like, raise you to give you the best life yeah. that you can have.
0: It, it, I just remember. It just felt like my parents... Like my life was set in stone, and there was, it felt like it was like the law, like not even the law, because sometimes you break the law, right? But it just felt like it was the natural order of the world. Yeah. You know, we need water to survive. I need to do (gasps) this. That's my life. Like that kind of shit. It was like so impossible. And then now I'm just like doing whatever. I can't believe I lived like that. What the fuck was I thinking? So that's a lot of what my parents did wrong. Like uh, kill my motivation. Just didn't nurture me properly. They were never around. That's enough of that, though, because they did do a lot of right. I want to go into what they did right and where I think maybe a lot of Asians excel. Yeah, you know,
1: oh, I'm interested to hear Asian this. parents
0: excel at because, yeah. um, you know, like despite all that wrong, I still really love my parents because as an adult, I can see that. It was always for me. They, they, they just thought it was the best for me. And what yeah. kind of parent doesn't want the best for their kid? They, they don't just, know any different. They didn't know any better for sure. Yeah. They didn't have what I have. They didn't have the education I have. They didn't have anything that I have. They just had to wing it and they tried their best. They, they, they'd more than tried their best. They exceeded their best. Yeah. Like there's trying your best and there's what my parents did. And my parents worked like slaves for me. So, you know. Love them to death, those guys. They're lovely people. They're very beautiful people. They are. Things they did right. Why are you laughing at me?
1: I'm not. I'm just like waiting to hear.
0: (laughs) One of the things, first off, is like that I saw was like the amount of sacrifice that they did for me, right? And that's always ingrained into me. And I think that'll always help me when I become a parent. Like you got to do everything you ever want and need for your parents. I mean, not for your parents for <laughs> your kids. Yeah. More than that, it was like the the sacrifice for the family. So my my family are extremely close and I'd say we will always do whatever and we always help out whenever we can. We always like – and it's not a thing, you know. It's not a keeping tabs kind of thing. A lot yeah. of families, it's like – um. well, first off, a lot of families aren't even close. You know, a lot of families, are, when I see the siblings, they don't even talk to each other, they don't even – you know, they, they're not close. It's fucked. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to me, family is like the one people in your life that you, you can trust and unconditionally rely on, you know. Yeah. And I think the way my parents has brought us up was like they really ingrained into us that sense of family and working together and helping each other. Um, growing up, my, my brother, my older brother was probably more of a dad to me than my actual dad. Yeah. He, he really took care of me. Um, did everything for me or did all this stuff you know and you see my family how we always like our our, our sibling dynamic like
1: yeah you're our best friends
0: not even that it's like they. if somebody needs help we help them there's no second yeah. thought it's like yeah. it's not even we, we do it it's like we have to do it because they're our family of course and like we want to but do yeah, it yeah you want to, it. want to do it we want to do it we have to do it and we also on top of that we want to we want yeah. our families to have the best whereas I don't want I'm not saying anything bad about your family <laughs> right <laughs> I'm not because there's a lot of things that Nikita's family does a lot better than our family, <laughs> but your sibling dynamic is a lot more like. Yeah.
1: We're not as close.
0: Transactional almost.
1: Well, yeah, because, you yeah, you guys all work hard and stuff, but you all help each other out wherever. Yeah. But in my family, it's like some do more than the other, so it has to kind of be transactional. Yeah. Because you don't, yeah. And it's a lot of. You know? It's but, not fair. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of. I don't know. But yes, it's, yeah. And it's a lot of like, hey, I bought that toothpaste. You can You give me $3 for it <laughs> or something like that. It is. Whereas my family is like, hey, we'll get dinner this time. It's all G.
1: Yeah, but because in my family, yeah, it's always the same person getting the $3 toothpaste every single yeah. time. And those $3 add up when yeah. the other people are not getting anything.
0: But that's me too. Like, like- my- <coughs> Like my sister say, she pays for the internet and never really expected me to pay because I wasn't working at the time and stuff like that. Just stuff like that. You know, they, she, they, my yeah. older siblings, they take care of me. Like we take care of each other and we don't want it to be like, hey, you owe me this money or whatever. It's like we're family and we take care of each other. And that's what I want my family to be like. If my, yeah. if my, if my kids dare to be like, hey, I just bought you that $10 thing. Can you pay me back? Like, Shut the fuck up, you idiot. I don't want to say that. It's about just that, but different
1: because you, know. you guys all put in.
0: Yeah, we all put in for sure.
1: My household, there's, they don't all put in and yeah. there's definitely ones that literally yeah. live off the parents' credit yeah. card and stuff like that. You know what I mean?
0: And here's the other thing as well. I don't think that's necessarily wrong. I think it's just a, a different way of living and I can perfectly yeah. see where that helps as well. Like sometimes that's better. What? Being not, that, that like be keeping like a tab. Yeah, keeping a tab and like yeah. being able to be like, Hey, we pay for this, you pay for this, it's all G. Yeah. Because it keeps like, you know.
1: See, you know, like my parents be like, Yeah, take my card, whatever, because I don't know how to say no, but I know how to say no. Cause that's not going to teach you anything in life. Yeah. Like you're going to struggle later in life. Yeah. Because you're just used to everything being handed to you. So no. Yeah. I want my three dollars for the toothpaste. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, so and I'm not like again, that's not anything bad. It's just a different way, and I prefer it my way. And I I, I want my family to be like how my siblings are Um, but sometimes it's um, good the way you do it for example say sometimes I don't want to go out because I know that somebody is going to pay for it my older brother is just going to pay for it or something like that where I'd rather just be like hey let's just split this four ways so and we can all go out and not be guilty and not having to be like you know, be like, oh, someone has to pay. Like I just want like sometimes it's just easier to do what you do. And yeah. it's like so there's there's pros and cons to everything. There's no right or wrong. It's just yeah. That but one thing my parents ingrained to me is like that sense of sharing and
1: Yeah. No sacrificing
0: yeah. for other people and that kind of thing.
1: Not into it. I'm I'm very independent. Yeah. I, I make my money, I like to spend my money and all when people buy me stuff, oh, I hate it. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable, you know.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> You know what? When I was saying all the things that my parents did wrong, I talked for a long time and there was a lot of points. And when I, when I go into what's right, I'm not going to talk for as much or, and there's not as many points. But what they did do right is like it's worth so much that-
1: It's greater than what they did. Yeah.
0: Hard. It like equals everything out. One thing that was always ingrained to me as well, I think, because they, my parents sacrificed so much is that there's no entitlement in my family.
1: Oh, that's it.
0: We don't take anything for granted. Like like as soon as I started making my own money, it was like, no, my parents aren't paying for anything anymore. Yeah. It was a lot of I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of them now. We go out, I'm paying for them now. There's yeah. no more this like they're paying for me. <laughs> Whereas I think your family is still a lot more like expecting There's your parents a lot of to pay. entitlement, yeah. You know, and they take it for granted as well. It's like yeah. they don't see how hard your parents work to provide the house for them, yeah. for you guys, for, you know, just every little thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's how you're raised. Like, if you're raised, like, everything being handed to you, like, obviously, why would you change when yeah. you're an adult, you know?
0: I think there was, it's just more apparent for me because there was always, I always saw how hard they worked. And yeah. I always saw that we all, we also never really had enough. Like, we weren't lacking, but we didn't have a lot. So we were always very, we lived very modestly. So I don't take money for granted. I don't, I see the value in it. And I don't, like, take it for granted if my parents do something for me. Like, none of our, none of our, ki- None of my siblings and me are entitled. Yeah. Like my parents don't do anything, like don't buy me or something. I'll never freak over it or they can't do anything for me. Like I never as a kid, I never as a kid ask for anything really, you know? Yeah. Whereas like, uh, like say my niece or nephew, if they want something, they'll kind of get it. Yeah. They'll ask (laughs) and they're happy to ask for it. And it's, it's, it's not like if we just switch roles, I'm not saying like we're better or anything or like they're worse, it's... It's just the way we grew up. If I grew up in my niece and nephew's shoes, I'd be exactly the same as them. And if they grew up in my shoes, they'll be the same. Yeah. Um, it's just the way you were brought up, you know. It's just what we experience. What else do they do, right? Just, just the fact that they sacrifice so much and then also that they just always wondered what's best for me. Yeah. That's, a lot of people can't say that about their parents, you know.
1: Yeah. I think growing up at the time, you're always like, man, these guys like yeah. FML. Yeah. But then once you're older, like you realize, like oh, they just wanted what's best, or yeah. what they thought was best, you know.
0: My parents will always, till this very day, sacrifice without a single word of complaint. Just do shit for me. Yeah. No, I, not many parents will do that. Your parents are pretty damn good in that they provide for you and all that yeah. kind of stuff. They're great parents. But even they, they're realistic in that you know, at um, like, you guys got to do shit for yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I'm an adult, so I yeah. don't mind.
0: <laughs> but, like, my parents, if they can do it, they'll want to do it and they yeah. they, they just, you know, do you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. Like, my yeah. washing. Yeah. If, I, if they see that there's some washing in the thing for me, they'll be like, that, uh. I won't I wouldn't even know. They've already hung up for me and they've already taken in for me. Like, they'll try to do everything for me. Whereas, like, obviously- me included, I would not do that for my kids. I'd be like, mate, go do it yourself, you idiot. Whereas they, they just do everything without a single uh, word of complaint.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, my mum would do that too even though I don't like it. No.
0: But say like <laughs> my parents will come home after working 12 hours at the restaurant and be like, hey, leave your dishes. I'll clean it up. Yeah. If I was there, I'd be like, motherfucker, I just worked fucking like 10 plus hours. Go clean your fucking dishes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and yeah, that's yeah. reasonable as well. But yeah. my parents are just people that will- just if it's to our benefit, they'll yeah. just do whatever. Like they'll always do it, and that's why you know I'll always feel indebted to them. Yeah, you know,
1: mm.
0: always good, great people.
1: The bestest.
0: The best. They're the best parents I could have ever asked for.
1: So you want to um, give a little summary of what you, what parenting traits you'll pass on to your kids, and what you won't.
0: What I? Oh, okay, that's a good one. Do you have anything to add before that? Not really. Can you talk about your parents then? You? I thought you had a list of white parents shit.
1: Oh, yeah, but I kind of mentioned them. Like, oh, you just, mentioned them throughout? It's like, yeah, some things are like real opposite, you know.
0: Um, things that I wouldn't do or things I would have changed the way they did. I definitely, they worked so hard, half the reason, because they just paid so much tuition fees for me. Mm-hmm. Like say they sent four kids to like private grammar schools. So at one stage, we're all at school, right? Yeah. They would have alone. In school fees, been paying about 100k. Australian.
1: In school fees. Yeah.
0: In sc- fucking school fees alone.
1: Yeah, they sent you to like the most expensive kind of school that you can go to in Australia. Yeah.
0: Like fucking 100k. Can, can you imagine? It, a, a good salary is like 100k.
1: Yeah.
0: You get taxed on that shit. So you don't even get to see 100k. Yeah. They were paying 100k fucking K per year on tuition alone for school. They also paid all four kids. For tutoring, including chemistry, English, math tutoring per week. So that's another thousand dollars a year. So they just – so for me, yeah. one thing that I would have done is like don't go so hard on that. It's okay if you don't have the means to. Like just – I would have benefited and probably be more successful if they didn't necessarily send me to the best school and have all the best tuition for me. But if they were just around –
1: I think that's what makes it harder for you to like go against what they're trying to do for you because they've spent so much money for you to be a doctor. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I remember I had that very conversation (laughs) with my sister and I said to them, how can I go and be like, because at the time I was really into games. So I was like looking at a game design and I was like to her, how can I go into game design when they paid for like Mm. 20 to 30 K a year for me to go to school? How can I do that? Because it's just like a slap in the face because they could have sent me to any school for free, like a government school, even, and I could have done the same thing. Like, yeah. how can I do that to them? I remember thinking that. And I remember thinking, like, she told me at the time, like, that was their decision. And you have to realize that they didn't have to do that. You never force them to or anything like that. But it's yeah. just still, well, I just true. still felt like that great, like you're indebted to them. Yeah. You know? But you got to realize that if you're in that boat, it's true. It's true. It doesn't feel like it, but it is true. They made that decision, not you. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So that's one thing. What, what I would have done is like they had to work so such long hours to pay for that thing. Just just forget all that. You'll be. I would be a better human being if you were just there to parent me, like actually be around and parent me. Yeah. Um, what else would I change? I think that's the biggest one. Like, just they should just been around. They they should have been around. They should have um, let me discover and form my own identity yeah. so that I would find passion and excel in what I did naturally. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't really know. I don't really think there was, there's much that I would have changed.
1: I think for me, so everything was like given to us growing up and I don't really want that for my kids. Like I don't want my kids to have a million presents each birthday. You know, It'll what happen. I, mean? it'll I know it'll happen. I've already told my mum. Like I don't want that because yeah, they get happened. spoiled. I don't want my kids to be spoiled. Yeah, yeah. So that's something for me that I would change when I have kids.
0: Yeah, I didn't like the way I grew up. I didn't. I didn't. I never got birthday presents. Like
1: I would be. So you told me like you never got new clothes and stuff. I wouldn't go never. that far. I'd give them clothes and stuff like that. But like you know, everything they want, I'm not just going to give it to them. Yeah, they got to be nice for it. You know. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Yeah, that's what I mean. I never, I never had a sense of the time. I just didn't get anything. So it was just like. It was normal to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah, so it just felt weird asking for shit. Yeah. Anyway, everybody, sorry, I, I rambled on for so long because there's a <laughs> lot to fucking get off my chest, man.
1: Yeah, a lot to cover.
0: All right. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next podcast where I I will try really hard to keep posting regularly.
1: Yeah. You Another thing it. that
0: helps, guys, if you want to send us stuff to talk about, which a couple, of, I'm so surprised, a couple of you actually have done, like uh, this idea was some other people. Um, I know someone else asked me to talk about like Asian racism, racism and whether it matters less than other racisms. <laughs> Makes sense. Racism against Asians, like it does feel like nobody cares as much as maybe other forms of racism. And it's kind of true, but, you know, just thank you for sending <laughs> in ideas. That's the point. Like, and whatever you guys want us to talk about, we'll try and talk about. Thank you very much for listening. I'll keep you guys posted on Twitch because I really want to get to know you guys. I think that'd be really cool. We able to talk to you guys and just answer some of you guys' questions and just get to know you guys. Did I mention I wanted to get to know you guys? <laughs> Maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, everybody. We'll see you guys next week for the next podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye, y'all. Goodbye. This is my goodbye song. Goodbye, everybody. Have a nice day. Don't have a bad day if you're having a bad day. Try to put a smile on your face and be happy. Did you just make that up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye, everybody. I've just seen
1: that at the end of everyone now. I kinda, I've already forgotten it. <laughs>